start doing the mimer in Torah or in the portion of Vayetze on the verse that starts with Ulilovon Shtei Bonois Vigoimer, that Lavon had two daughters, etc. This is the story with Jacob coming to Laban's house. He was actually running away from his brother Esau, who was upset with him because he had taken the blessings from his father, from Isaac. Isaac asked Esau to bring him the food to bless him. In the meantime, Yaakov, together with his mother, uh, they uh, had tricked the blessings, so to speak, out of the father, which eventually he agreed to it, Yitzchak, and he blessed Yaakov instead of Esau in the beginning, and uh, Esau found out about it, he was furious, so he wanted to kill Yaakov. So Yaakov is running away. Where does Yaakov run to? Yaakov runs to his uncle's house, his mother's brother's house, to love him. His parents told him to go ahead and find a wife over there and marry somebody from the family. So he goes to Lavan. And the verse tells you that Lavan has two daughters. Daughters, one name is Rachel, and one name is Rachel. It were the two daughters. Now all this story that we read over here is a story that actually took place in this world. This was a real story, a true story. However, there is also a spiritual counterpart that this story also is representative of some very spiritual and mystical meanings what takes place. So we have Jacob and we have the two wives, we have the two women, Rachel and Leah. We have a marriage that takes place between Jacob and Rachel and Leah. And then we have the father of Rachel and Leah in the form of Laban, of Lavan, Lavan Darami. All these details of Rachel and Leah and Jacob and Laban, they all have spiritual and mystical meanings that there are a there is a spiritual Rachel, there is a spiritual Leah, there is a spiritual Laban, there is a spiritual Jacob. So that the whole story that plays itself out in a physical, in a way, the whole drama that takes place over here in the, stor- the, stor- the story of the Chumash is also at the same time points to something very mystical. So let's look a little bit upon the mystical part of what's taking place over here, and we'll also see how some of the stories that take place in the literal sense are associated and reflect some of what's going on in the spiritual sense. So we're going to start with Leah and Rachel. Hinei Leah v'Rachel. Leah and Rachel. Leah and Rachel are what? Are two sisters. 
these two sisters, in the terms of the Kabbalah, they represent Heim Oisios Hamachshava, the Oisios Hadibur. Letters of thought and letters of speech. What does it mean, letters of thought, and what does it mean, letters of speech? What does thought mean? What does speech mean? What does letters mean? Well, thought we know, that's the thought process. The speech is when you speak what you thought about. Hopefully, people speak what they think about first, not the other way around. Fortunately, sometimes people think first they speak and then they think what they said. But the right way is that you have a thought process. You have The thought is called in Hebrew, it's called machshava. That's the thought. And dibur is the speech. Sorry, I heard isn't that in Hebrew the same word for computer? Yeah, because a thought. Yes, right. it's Mechashev. Mechashev would be the name for computer. Yeah. Now, the difference between Mechashava and Dibur. Dibur, we know, is an external power in which words become vehicles, transmitter of an idea that I have that I want to share with you so I use words the words become the transmitting form that becomes the vehicle by which an idea travels from me to outside me to another person those vehicles are made up the vehicle are really words words are made up from letters those are shapes. So in other words, an idea dresses up in certain words, and those words have meaning to the person who receives them, and that's the way he gets the idea that I'm sharing with them. So that is the words of, that is the letters of speech. But in a sense, the same thing is true with letters of thought. Because you think, of course, you know, people say you think with a third certain language. So you either think in Hebrew or you think in English or in some other language. Now, what it does is what the thought process does, it actually transfers, just as speech takes the words from me to another, outside me, to another person, thought takes it within the person himself from the deeper level, from his subconscious to his conscious. Thought is something that you're thinking about, that there is a conscious thinking about, that something is happening, something which is not been conscious to you, not connected to you, now is something that you've thought about it. Those are letters and vehicles. The thought process is a vehicle which allows things that your soul understands to come down, that you can think about those things, what you understand. They become a vehicle of explanation to yourself, just as words explain something to somebody else. Your thought process explains things to yourself. Those are the means by which you understand is through an idea dressing up in your thought. That's how you connect and you get that idea. 
So basically, the way it works is, first you think about the idea, and once you know the idea in your mind, in your head, then you can go ahead and verbalize it, try to articulate it, so somebody else can get the idea that you have. So the difference between the thought and the speech is really the extent of revelation. People don't know what you're thinking. Even though you're thinking, it's been formulated in your head. But that is yet within you. It's not gone outside of you. It's something which you have in yourself. But when you speak something, then everybody outside of you is able to listen, is able to connect to and understand what you're saying. So the two levels are level of letters of thought and there's also level letters of speech which would represent when we say letter of thought and level of speech now we know that the worlds are all expression of godliness of Hashem's infinite uh, light and divine presence that permeates that permeates all the worlds there are basically two levels of worlds there is a level which is a revealed revealed just like speech is something that we can see there is a world out there that we can relate that we can see that's called the world of Dibur, the world, the open world, the revealed world, is called the world in the terms of the Kabbalah, the world of speech. The reason why it's called the world of speech is because it's a world just like speech is on the outside where the people can hear it and understand it. The world that Hashem created that we can sort of connect with and realize that there is a world, that's called the world, the revealed world. In the terms of the Kabbalah, it's called Alma the Isgalia. That's the revealed world. But there is a higher and a deeper world than the revealed world. That is called Alma the Iskasia. That's the hidden world. If we should, so to say, so to speak, there is a level of God's speech, so to speak, and there is a level of sort of God's thought. There are worlds that are connected to God's thought, which means those are worlds that are not conscionable, that's not cognizant, not something that we can reach. And then there's a world that we can reach, you know, that we can perceive God's worlds that He has created. That is the revealed world. Let's look at the words inside. Shehem, Alma di Iskasia, the Alma di Isgalia. Those are the world that is hidden and the world that is revealed. Now keep in mind, we're saying now that Rachel and Leah represent these two worlds. They represent the hidden and the revealed world. Now the Rebbe over here now is going to give us in the parenthesis a reference. It says, Ayin Lekamon, looking later on, Bedibur HaMaschil, in the Mimer that begins in the meaning, the shame Haketano Rochel. 
that the name of the younger one was Rachel, and he's just referenced you looking over there to see what the meaning of this is. So, Leah is considered to be the level of thought, and Rachel the level of speech. Leah is the hidden in the Almadis Kasya, and Rachel is the revealed. We're going to see in one minute. Hopefully, we'll get there. He says, "Vizel inyan There is a verse that say this is the idea when it says, "In the lands of the living." Artsois uh, is a plural. Now, what does it mean, lands of the living? Because this is interpreted as Beis Aratsois, that there are two lands. There is a hidden land and there is a revealed land. There is a world that we can see and there is a world that we can't see. There is an open world and there is a hidden world. At the time that the Beis Hamikdash was in existence, both of these level would shine in Israel. In the land of Israel, the people would have uh, a shine from both of these worlds. They would have from the revealed world as well as from the hidden worlds. Mainly, it was the level of Rochel. Rochel is referred to She is referred to as the main of the house. She is the pillar and um, Rachel, relative to Leah, Rachel was the chosen one that Yaakov really wanted to marry. And even after marrying all the other wives, it was Rachel that remained the Akeres Habayis. She remained the pillar of the house. She remained the main of the home. And the reason why that is, is because she, as he says here, Ki mislabeshes hadibur, for thought dresses up within speech, and then v'hadibur hoyo mizgala, and the dibur would be revealed. So you have the thought process being dressed up in what he wants to say. So it's the saying that reveals to you what is in the hidden, what's on your mind. So you speak what's on your mind. So your speech reveals to us what's in the background, what's in your mind and in your heart. Since Rochel, which is the level of Dibur, is the level of Almadi Isgalia, the level of revelation, that's why at that time in Israel there was a revelation of godliness in Eretz Yisrael. They were great sages, people that had Ruach HaKodesh, uh, meaning they had ability to sense and see things 
beyond Univim, and they had prophets. Why was it? Because in a revealed way, in the speech, came down also the hidden world. So there were people, and there were great uh, prophets that were able uh, to see things beyond this world, because they had an infusion of the hidden world. They can see things that are hidden and behind the wall, behind the veil. Now, that is in Eretz Yisrael. That is in Israel. They had that privilege. As Rashi explains, he comments, with regards to Yonah V'cheskel, that that the prophecy does not rest only in Israel. So we see that Israel, why does prophecy only rest in Israel? Because in Israel there was the Arzois HaChayim, both of these lives, both of these lands, both of these worlds were revealed. They came out into the open. Ubefrat, and in particular, Beis HaMikdosh, the resting place, Hashem's holy house, and the divine resting in the Holy of Holies, then they had the Urim Vetumim, those were the on the breastplate of the Kohen Gadol, that when you would ask a question, it would light up and give you the answer, and there was the service of the sacrifices, over there there would descend a fire from above, as opposed to after the destruction of the Beis HaMikdosh, in which the Jewish people have been exiled, and the divine went in exile with them. Going in exile with them, meaning is that there is no revelation of the of the divine. Shehi bechinas rochel, shehi bechinas bechinas golus. It is rochel that is the revealed that is in exile, where beayin sorim in the seventy uh, officers. Seventy officers; those are the spiritual counterpart of the seventy nations of the world who have their special officers that sort of take care of them and they are the ones that their uh, energies and their vitalities, everything they get comes through those 70 nations. So what happens is when we are in exile in the 70 nations and the Ainamira Klal and it doesn't shine at all, Merachagiloi relative of the value of the revelation of the way the shine used to be during the time of the temple over there the Shem's word the Dibur, that speech that we talked about, the Rachel's speech came into revelation which means it revealed the level of thought as opposed to now we don't see it. That means the exile, that the revealed part doesn't reveal anything anymore. It doesn't bring out the hidden thing. The verse states 
Kirochel lifnei goizezeho ne'aloma. This is a verse that explains that just as a sheep, the word Rachel means a sheep also, so a sheep, when it's standing in front of those who shear it, it's quiet. So it says right now it's quiet, there's no speech, there's no revelation anymore. And one service is in a way of sorting out, you have to sort of reach in higher. And as it's written in that verse, and yet, nevertheless, Nishar Meir Be'eretz Yisrael Bechinas Leon. Still in Eretz Yisrael, it still remains to shine that level of Leia, that revealed level. That is a higher level than Rochel. Similar to the thought, Shiruchnis Vinailis Min Hadibur that is spiritual and it's elevated more than speech. And he says, she ain't She's not in Golus. Leia is not in Golus. Ki Rochel nikra mem pesucha. For Rochel is referred to as an open mem, which means there's two mems. Sheyesh mimeno pesach. The open mem has an entrance at the time of exile there is an opening and there can be a nurturing for the outer ones as opposed to the memstuma, the closed one over there is the root of so what happens? So it seems like Leia is there fully in Eretz Yisrael. But it says, Since it's a world of hidden and block, it's not a revealed world. Therefore, the value of the uh, the revelation of godliness now in Eretz Yisrael is not compared to the complaints that was in the time of the Beis HaMikdash. Umekoma came in yet. Now you ready to go? HaTzadikim HaGadol Ma'asher Ba'orot Yechoyilim Lahasig Achshof Be'eretz Yisrael. So now the great Tzadikim that in Eretz Yisrael, they can now grasp in Eretz Yisrael HaSogos HaLionis Yeser. Umekoma came HaTzadikim HaGadol Ma'asher Ba'orot The great Tzadikim that are in the land in Eretz Yisrael they are able to grasp now in Eretz Yisrael even greater uh, understandings, uh, greater perceptions even then the tzaddikim as them were able to understand in the time of the Beis Hamikdash, meaning even though Rachel is in Golus, but Leia is still there. The Amud Iskasia, so Tzadikim that in Eretz Yisrael are able to grasp today more than the Tzadikim Manabais. Very interesting that the Alter Rebbe yeah, yeah. is going to bring an example here, and in a lot of my morim, the Alter Rebbe talks about the Ari, the Ari Hakodesh. He says Ma'achar. Shah Soge Hibibhinas Mahshove Yoino 
since the hasoga that their perception, they're being able to grasp, is in the level of the upper level because they perceive it the way it's higher, it hasn't descended through Olam Hadibur. So if you have to go through Olam Hadibur, those who connect to Olam Hadibur, Olam Hadibur is in Golos, Rochel is in Golos, Kirochel it's mute, it doesn't speak. But if you can reach higher than that in the Alma Diskasi, which is the level of Tzadikim, then you can still today get, grasp this great, uh, this great perceived in, in a higher level. As for example, Dari he was able to grasp such powerful grasping that great tzaddikim in earlier generation could not get what that result got. But he has an advantage. The Alter Rebbe many times, one second, the Alter Rebbe many times talks about that in these kinds of terms. I mean, we have to realize what we're talking about. We're talking about the the uh, the different kind of, of perception that the Alter Rebbe and another mimer discusses the fact that the Arizal would, on a nap of of Shabbos afternoon, understand what it takes eighty years for a person to yeah. to learn. And the Alter Rebbe has a whole explanation how is that possible? But he's saying they they were able to understand things that they could not understand. Now, listen, this is the Alter Rebbe writing. I mean, he had an idea what it means to grasp and what to understand, the Neshama Chadosha. And he says about that read that what he understood, the greatest Sadiqim before him could not, could not perceive. What were you going to say? I'm sorry. I, you know, I always, in thinking this, maybe there's an advantage to them. That, that meaning the Arizal emotional? People like the Arizal, the Alta Rebbe, the Rebbe, that they're not blocked by the Dior. Absolutely. It's, it's noise to them. Absolutely. Right. That's what he's saying. You know, they're not blocked. Yeah. He was in the middle of a mimer and he used to say, shh, and nobody was talking because his own thoughts were interrupting. No, eventually, yeah, that was one thing. And another, the they said they took away, he controlled his. His hearing to the The Rashab, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, they controlled his hearing. That he, they saw, he complained that his hearing is no good. Mm-hmm. And then they checked him out and they said, what's the problem? He says they were, he was speaking Hasidus and they were making noise in the other room. So he sort of canceled out his hearing. <laughs> All right. And in order to understand what is the Pasik say? And the Pasik says it refers to that Hashem saw that Leia was hated. So Hashem opened up her womb and she gave birth. So why would the Pasik say that Leah was hated? Yaakov certainly had an understanding, a perception in the hidden worlds. So why would he reject Leah? Why would he not? Before we're learning that the chilek between Rachel and Leah, that Rachel is Almadis Galia. And Leia is Almadiskasi, the hidden world. And since Yaakov definitely connected to the different to the hidden world too, so why did he not connect with Leia? And the Altareb is going to explain that Yaakov didn't satisfy, he wasn't happy 
that it should just remain with Leah. Yaakov wanted to bring down that it should come down all the ways to Rachel, that even by Rachel in the revealed world, because Yaakov's main uh, inyan is to bring from always to the top and always to the bottom. So Snua Leah doesn't mean he rejects Leah, but he rejects only to stay by Leah, that it shouldn't go. As we'll see inside. But the idea is that Yaakov is called the middle bar that goes through from one end to the other end. That in the Beis HaMikdosh, it's a metaphor. We had the three bars that were holding up the structure of the walls. So each wall had three bars from the top to the bottom. So the top one represents Avraham, the bottom one Yitzchak, and the middle one Yaakov. The middle one, as opposed to the two top and the bottom ones, they would the top and the bottom ones would only go each wall separately. So each wall had its top and bottom. Wall one, wall two, wall three, because the other side was actually a parochus, was a curtain in the front. But the three walls, each one had their bars. But the middle bar, the one in between the top and the bottom, which represents Yaakov, that sort of went along the entire wall. It came to the end, and then it turned, miraculously. The wood turned to the left, and then it turned again. Whether it was on the outside or it was on the inside, there's two opinions how the, exactly how the bar worked. But nevertheless, Yaakov, who is considered to be the middle one in between, Avraham and Yitzchak, he goes from one end to the other end. What does this represent in level? That Yaakov's idea is to go all the way from the top, all the way to the end. So what are the top, what are the two edges? Pirish, that means he draws down the blessed light of the Ein Sof from the upper edge or the upper corner which is Hainu parentheses he doesn't elaborate he says elsewhere it talks about that that is referring to the upper is the Kav that breaks through the hollow in the order of creation, as the Yitzchayim says, Hashem created a empty place, a tzimtzum, and where there was an empty place, and then into that tzimtzum he brought in the kav, which is considered the main and the first of the hishtal shalus. That's considered the one end, that's the upper end. That is mibichinas keser, that is from the level of keser, that is, as he says in the inside over here, it's keser, and that goes down lamato. It goes down below. And that's why when we talk about Yaakov in the davening, we see there's an additional vav beyond what we find by Avraham and Yitzchak. It says, We say, And then we don't say, We say, If it's just the word and, it should have said by Yitzchak too. So we see, no. It says, but only by Yaakov it says and the reason is because that Vav is a line that shows Hamshacha because Yaakov's idea is to bring it down all the ways similarly we say Hokel, the God then it says Godel Giber Venoira so Godel Giber represents Avram Yitzchok Noira represents Yaakov but then also we have an extra Vav Vehanoira it's amazing, you know, like when we daven in the davening, we don't pay attention. Why it says, I go, I give her, but it's, everything is precise, 100%. So why is there the Vav? Because the Vav represents Hamshacha. That's Yaakov's concept. 
Yaakov's Indian is to Mimamshech. Why? She says, because Shemiyachet Umechaber Chesed Ugvura. Yaakov unites and connects Chesed and Gvura, which Chesed and Gvura is basically Avraham and Yitzchok, Avraham being Chesed and Yitzchok being Gvura. Yaakov connects Chesed and Gvura. How does he connect Chesed and Gvura? Al by drawing down and the shine of the ayin, ayin means the ayin soft, the level of keser, by taking, bringing down the level of keser into chesed gvura. What does it mean, translate practically? What does it mean? How does chesed gvura unite? What does it mean, unite? That is through the level of bitl. So, similarly to what we say, that when there is a higher light, we say, Hashem makes peace about those who are high up. What are these Bimraimov? I mean, this is just explaining. It's not in the Maimer, but Bimraimov means in the angels that serve Hashem, that minister before Hashem. So you have Michoel Sarshal Eish, you have Michoel who is in charge of fire, you have Gabriel who is Sarshal Maim, and they don't distinguish one another because Oisheshalim Hashem, because in the presence of the king, all the forces are subdued, are you are hum, are humbled, so they, they 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 tolerate each other. They don't. They don't oppose, they don't reject each other. So chesed the guvura, if you leave them independently, they can be separated. They're not the same. But once you bring down from the level of keser, that brings down the level of bitl. You bring down the ayin, causes them to be bitl. So now chesed and guvura are not in opposition to each other. So that is that he brings down to chesed the guvura, he's miyachet, the vov. But then everything that he draws down, that, that Yaakov draws down, who it's always till the bottom, the most bottom edge. He goes all the way down to the bottom. What does it mean, the bottom? So within Atzilus, he comes all the way to the level of Malchus, which is the revealed world. So he doesn't stop by Chesed Gvura, which is the Midis of Atzilus. Which is Chachma, uh, which is Chesed Gvura, to bring down the level of Das over there in the level of Hiskash, the level of, of Tiferes. I mean, not the Das, I mean the Chesed Gvura Tiferes, bringing down the Ayin to be uh, connect Avraham and Yitzchak Chesed Gvura. But actually, he goes down even lower, he goes down all the way to the level of Malchus, or Malchus Atzilus, which is Almadi Isgali. So now we understand So it says Yaakov also loved Rachel and Leah. Now in this posse it's a little bit a little softened. It says it doesn't say he hated Leah anymore. In this the posse that's uh, he says he loved Leah Rachel more than Leah. That his entire desire was He wanted that the blessed light of the Insof should be below in the revealed world. If it's going to come in this world, then everybody will be able to accept. So that's what he wanted. So he loved Rachel more than Leah because he wants to come down in the revealed world. So you don't have to be special in order to receive it. As opposed to if you just have it from the hidden world, etc. Over there you have the tzaddikim or people that can reach their neshamas 
are higher than the level of Malchus, they come from a higher level, they can perceive even things that are higher. But uh, that's not what Yaakov is happy with. Yaakov wants it to go down all the ways. And therefore it says, Vayishak Yaakov L'Rochel. It says, Yaakov kisses Rochel. Al Derech, and this is similar, Shanokud Al Vayishakeyu. Similar to what it says that it's been dotted on the Vayishakeyu. Now, this is the Vayishakeyu, is the Pasik, which uh, Esau says later on in Parshat Vayishlach, that Esau kissed Yaakov. And over there we have the Nekudas. Those Nekudas, this Vayishak, Yaakov L'Rochel, is similar to the concept of those Nekudas that are the Vayishakeyu. What is the Nekudas of the Vayishakeyu? Nekudas represent things that are above the letter, that are a bit higher up. So when Esau kisses him with the letters that are on top, that represents the Hainu, Shabachinas Chabad, the level of Chochmah Binadas, that level, Shahu Zivug Nishikin. That is considered Chochmah Binadas, when you talk about them, that is a union of Nishikin, of a kiss, Viz Dabkus Rucha Berucha, and clinging one soul to the other soul, or spirit to the spirit. That is the level of of Nishikin. The level of Chabad, the level of Chabad with the Ein Sof is considered like a level of Nishikin. That's a level, that's a, a closeness to the Ein Sof like the expression is of a, of a kiss. That's his Dabkus Rucha, Rucha Berucha. That's the kind of a union that is in the level of Chabad. That's the power of the connection. And it gives a moshul where we see the level of neshika in Gashmis, in this world. A person kisses is an expression of a very inner love that he has to the thing that he kisses. Al-Darech moshul. Ha-neshikin sheboyim mipnimi When you give a kiss which comes from the inner love. K'mo yishikosu b'mokom am-ayma shikosu b'mokom achar ha-posik yishikin m'shikis v'aposik yimtzeecho b'chutz ha-shikecho. So what happens is, so that was something, the level of Chochmah Bino Das, which is considered the level of Izdabkus Rucha Berucha, the level of Nishikin, Vayishak Yaakov L'Rochel. He kisses Rochel means that he, all the way into the level of Malchus, not only does he bring down the level of Chesed Gvura, which is Yaakov, or the level of Tiferes, which is the level of Midas, but actually he brings down also the level of the Chochmah Bino Das, level of Nishikin. And this is also, also that level he draw down into Roch. So now he says, and this is the meaning, what it says, It says, I'll work for you for seven years for Rochel Bitcha Aktano. The working seven years represents working the seven midas to bring it down for Rochel. I'm going to work for Rochel. I'm going to work for Malchus. Yaakov is going to work for Malchus. He's going to draw down the seven spheres into the level of Malchus. He's going to work for him for seven years. And he's going to explain now, in the end of the Parsha, how the encounter with Lavan, how it represents in the uh, levels, in the spheres above. Ki Lavan 
who bechinas loyven ha'elyon. Lovon, even though notwithstanding the fact that Lovon in this world was a Russia uh, and Lovon Harami, but the word Lovon means what? Means white. White represents a level of purity, of holiness, of clean, cleanliness, which is the level of above, which is called the level of Lovon Ha'elyon. White above. What does it mean? Like sometimes you have colors. Colors are already shaped and they have this, that, you have one color, you have the other color. When we're talking about colors, there's different colors. Then you have the color white. White is sort of colorless. It doesn't have any colors. The level of Lovon, above, represents the level of white in an area which is just purely chesed. There's no other colors there. There's no other mixtures. There's no there's no coloring. Coloring is, 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 is already shaping. It's just pure. That's considered the level the highest level of whiteness, which is called the Loiven Ha'elyun, the Loven of above, which is Mokoir HaChasodim, that's the source of kindness. Shekuloi Rachamim Pshutim, that it's all full of very simple mercy. That's just plain mercy, not colored, not changed. The lace, Mola, Bahayatika. There is no left, meaning in that, there's only right, right representing. Chesed, left representing Gevura over there, lay smaller, there's no left over there, it's just Rachman, just clear. It just says, I, such a great level, why do we have a Lovon over here? Rachel Amata, Nishpabalovan Gashmi, over here, it has, uh, it, it degraded into physical white. Actually, I don't think that his main talking about the physical person Lovon. But he's talking about love and gashmi, white, things that are white. That level of white is represents in this world in a physical white that comes from that level of love. By Lovan, I said, by Lovan, he called himself Lovan, uh, even though he called himself Lovan, that was part of his trickery. Because he was uh, all but not Lovan. He was totally not white. But he said that he's white. You know, that's what he was, that was part of his deception. But the essence, what Lovan stands for, Lovan in essence is white, represents that level. And so notwithstanding the fact, as you see, that Lovan is sometimes considered to be a, 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 a leprosy, so we know that one of the signs of a negat saras, if you find a here which turned Lovan, sara hafach Lovan, that sar Lovan is a sign of leprosy, but on the other hand, it's still written, that if it's all turned white, it becomes clean, even if it's an egechulu. So, that means that you see that Lovon is actually representing the high level of above. Because otherwise, if Lovon would be something which is negative, why would it be torched? So it seems that the essence Lovon is... It's good. Sometimes when it comes to Gashmi, when he says the words, it means, it's Nishba, beloved Gashmi. It doesn't say, he used the word, and never and yet. But I think, I think what he's trying to bring out over here is that the essence, Lovon, is a representation of a very high level, level of love and alien. Okay, so once we've established that, so now we're going to explain the Pasuk. Once we've established that Lovon is love and alien, so Lovon Ksiv, so what does the Pasik say with regards to Lovon? It says, Vayashkim Lovon Babaikir, that in the morning Lovon gets up. What does it mean? 
So Shabakol Yoim that every day, it overpowers and it draws down the light of the kindness of above. We said level, this is the level of Keser Atik, that level of Keser of Atik where there is no only pure every morning it's renewed. And what happens? By Nashik Lubonov he kisses his sons and daughters, meaning Lavan from that level comes down a connection to his sons and his daughter, which means it comes down in all the images of Atsilus, and Atsilus is made up from different called the Partsufim. So whether Zucharim Nikavis, Bonov Abnoisov, he gives them a kiss. What does that mean? That means he's Mamshik in them. But then, what happens after that? Lovan goes back to his place, which means, because we read in the end of the Pasha, over there, this is the story of the Pasha, he gets up in the morning, and then he kisses them, and then he goes back. Lemukayma means, he goes up higher and higher. And then Yaakov goes on his way. What does Yaakov do? While Hashem, the, what comes from itself, Goes away, Yaakov goes on his way, to bring down, to draw down that level of alien. So Yaakov continues on his way, meaning to bring down that level of alien, because he's the level which is from the level of Keser all the way down to Malchus to. And for that reason, for that reason, Rachel was a barren woman. Which means, because now you need from the level of Malchus uh, to come down. What does it mean, Rachel? Rachel is Malchus. Malchus needs to give birth, meaning it needs to draw down. Giving birth means to extend from itself. From le- from the level of Malchus into the world, but that's a problem. Why is it a problem? What does it mean to give birth from the level of Dibur from Malchus from Dibur? Is that it should be revealed in the level of Asira it's impossible to be the birth in in, in the revelation because they are anivroim and infrodim, because the creations are separated, detached, and it's not possible for them to draw down that living alien. There's an akora because they cannot get that level. This level that Yaakov is mamshich all the way to the level of Rachel, all the way to the level of Malchus, of Atzilus, cannot go further into the levels of Briyid Sirasiya, because since they are Nifrodim, they are no vehicle, they cannot receive from Rachel. Only Leia has the ability to go down into Briyid Sirasiya, as we'll see in a minute. But not Rachel, Rachel doesn't have that ability. So, but that seems to go against everything that we just learned till now. Because before, in the beginning of the Maimir, he said that the manifestation in Eretz Yisrael, the level of Leia of Rachel in Eretz Yisrael, 
does we do have the level of Olam Hadibur, Olam Amadi Izgalia? We learned before in Eretz Yisrael, and that's why during it was dressed up, Machshav was dressed up into Dibur. So in Eretz Yisrael, they were able to perceive, and we saw godliness, there was miracles, and there was, that was Machshav dressed up in Dibur, and Dibur was Bizgalus. Only later on, when the Golos, but now we're saying that it cannot come down in, 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 uh, in, in, in Brihitsia but the Alter Rebbe is explaining over here that to bring down things in a level of birth is a much more powerful way of bringing things down. It's not the same as bringing down Hamshocha. Uh, Hamshocha from from Malchus into Biri Yitzira in a way not that is possible. But this level of Hiloda to give birth Giving birth, you're giving over an essence of the higher level. That could not take place. As we'll see, we'll go right in the moment. So he said like this, This that we explained earlier. The Rochel Nikra Amadiz Galia. That Rochel is called the revealed world. And therefore, the Brit Sirasiya are the revealed world. So why do we say now that it cannot come down? So the birth should be by means of Leda, who that's very difficult. So it's very difficult to have, that's why Zakara, very difficult for her to come down to this world in a way of Leda, birth. There is a great difference between other flows, when you birth, that's a higher revelation. Okay, so that's why, so we continue to explain the Pasik. Why was Rochel Arakara? Because from Yah, from Alchus, it's hard to come. Avaleyo, but Leyo, Shehi Amachshove. She is the level of Machshove. That's the higher level, the level of Machshove. Yolda Shishabonim. She gives birth Shishabonim. The Shishabonim, the level of Machshove, or the level of Chochma, which Machshove serves the Chochma, is something which gives birth to six Bonim. That's not in Biyah. That's gives birth. That gives birth to where. In Atzilus itself, because that gives birth to the level in Atzilus, to the Midas of Atzilus. Shishabarim Shem Asvidas Shabatzilus. Atzmoy, those are the Svidas that are in Atzilus himself. Shesham Hoyu Shoydash Shvatim. Shemusham Hoyu Shvatim. The root of the Shvatim was Taki in Atzilus. So Leia gave birth in Atzilus. Can't give birth in Biyah, but in Atzilus, okay. And that's why Nikru, that's why they're called Shifte Yutke. They're called the tribes of Yudke. What is Shifte Yudke? Because Yudke represents the level of the Shemavai is in Atzilus. Yudke Vavke. So Yudke is, they are called the Shvotim of the Yudke because they are in Atzilus. And in Atzilus is the Shemavaya. So they are called the Shvotim of the Yudke. How so? So he says, how do we see in the names of the Shvotim now representing the idea? That they're totally level of atzilus, that they're totally bottled to to the Ein Sov, which represents the level of atzilus. So Yehuda was named, as we see, Hapam Oida. He says, "Which called him Yehuda because at this time I will thank Hashem." And what is Hashem? This level of uh, thanking is also a level of admitting, thankfully admitting, like Moedim. We thankfully acknowledging. So we. So what does it mean? That represents a level of humility, subjugation, and 
So where does this come from, that level of real hoidah, of subjugation and thanking, the level of Yehuda, that comes from the level of Machshavah. So that comes from the higher level. That, that's where the level of Yehuda comes from. Same thing as when you talk about Reuven and Shimon. Reuven is the level of Re'iya, seeing, Re'u. She says Re'u. And then Shimon is Kishoma, the Indian of Shmiya, all the Indian of, of listening. That is higher level of Dibur. Take by the person. The person's Dibur is external relative to the level of seeing and hearing, which are deeper in the soul. So this is higher than the level of Dibur. They come from the level of Machshava, from the level of thought, the level. I think it also includes the level of Chokhmah, which is in the Machshava. So that now we have Yehuda, Reuven, and Shimon. Levi, which is the level of tying together. Like the Posik says, She says, My husband will, because you love him, she love me, will connect with me. My husband will connect with me. So the word is connection. The level of connection comes also from a person who, from, from thought. As we see vividly in actuality, that a person who is a man of thought, a person who is a person that uses his thought, he doesn't feel at all in the business that go in front of him is because he's so deeply tied into that thought that he ignores everything else that goes on he doesn't realize, he's just too preoccupied in his thought sometimes they call it like an absent-minded professor somebody who is just uh, so the thoughts and he says here I'm not sure exactly what the story is, the Medrash Nuv the Rabchiyah Rabbah. But then he brings down also V'chein Gaberove in Perikom Rabakiva, Dabimayim Bishmai Techulu. So the story is over there that Rabbah was learning and he had his finger caught under his foot and he was uh, bleeding. And then the Suduki was making fun of him and he says, I'm up Zizu, the you're a hasty nation. You mouth comes before your, your ears because you said Nase. Venishma, first we'll do, and then you know you, you, you don't even know what you're being told and uh, and you're already doing. He answered him that Tumas that it's actually that which gives them leads them. But we see this idea that when a person is occupied in learning Torah, he was Mayan he didn't realize what was going on around him. and therefore and therefore, because of that level of I guess his kashrus of being tied into that thought that he was learning. Moshe comes out from Levi because Levi eventually Moshe Rabbeinu comes from Levi. Levi, uh, then Kahos and Amram, and, uh, and uh, then Moshe Rabbeinu. He was a kvat perchvad loshim. Which means the Hainu Shalagoidlis Kashrusibuchinas Bitl. Vinachnuma because of his great being his tying down, his great connection in the level of total subjugation. Vinachnuma, which is what are we? 
and a level of bittul. So he could not uh, be his mute. He cannot, cannot be mashpia. She bechinas hadibur, which is level dibur. So he says the iker hefresh. So all this he's trying to say is connected to the level of machshove. This is higher than the level of dibur. So he cannot speak. It's not the level of dibur because this is still on a higher level. But the iker hefresh bein his kashus the levishu bechinas bittul. What is the main difference? So now we're saying Yehuda is bittel because of the machshava and Levi is bittel because of machshava. What's the difference between the bittel of Levi of his kashrus and the bittel of Yehuda? Because Yehuda is the level of bittel in a revealed way. Like the idea of Moedim. We said Yehuda Moedim. Umishtachave. He kneels and he bows in open way. Malchus beis David. Malchus beis David. That's why from Yehuda come the kings of House of David. Shebetulam he bechinas habitel shebeisgalus vechitzonis. Their bitel is a revealed and an external bitel, the level of the kingdom. But Levi, level of his kashrus, that is, the bitle is in his inner and his essence. Even though it's not revealed in the outside, his level of bitle. So I guess a king has to show his bitle to the Abishter. But a level of Levi is a inner bitle. It's an inner humility. It's an inner subjugation. But outwardly, you can't see that the person is subjugated. Like, what is the idea that we say that the armies of the heavens bow to Hashem? What does it mean they bow? That this bowing down of the angels, it's not a physical bowing down. So it's not external. You don't see this. It's an external bowing down to the Ebishter. But he's, he's bowing down, it means he's subjugating in a spiritual level, he's grasping Yalakut, so he's becoming totally intellectually bottled to, 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 to the Ebishter. That's why Moshe comes out from him. That's not the level of a king, but that's the level of, of Moshe, of Kvat Pech, Vad Loshin. Similar to this also. So what happened? So she gave back to Reuven, Shimon, and Levi, and Yehuda. Stop giving birth. Could be no more revelation. No more. The Indian Dora Midbar Shahoya Mibchinas Leia, that the Dora Midbar who was from the level of Leia, Elam Machshove, the Tonu, that's why they argued, Loma Tzrichim Leidet Mibchinas Elam Adibur. Why do we need to go down in the world of Dibur? Shu Mibchinas Malchus Eretz Tato, which is level of Malchus. This world, Lekayim Amitzis Vidibur Vemaisa, to fulfill the Mitzis in speech and in action. Haloizev Shal Lekayim Gamali De Atir Mitzis Beruchnis, but we have the ability. To fulfill that through the spiritual level of Torah Mitzvahs. Through thought. They didn't want the action. 
But the truth of the matter, they were in a great mistake. They dibro ma'isa dafke, but specifically through the dibro and the ma'isa nimshach gilu in the sober chubiyaser says like kets. Then you can come down the more force and to infinitely greater the blessed light of the insof. No, it's safe from mitchiloso. Chulu. So, where can you get the insof? It's dafke the ma'isa. He prayed like the minion verse Hanon, that is 515 prayers to go to Yisro. Why did he want to go to Yisro? Because he wanted to be Mekayim the Mitzvahs in the Dibur Maisa because his infinitely greater ability to bring down the Aryan self while it's in the world. Also understand another idea of what we say. Now, I don't know why he he, he he sort of interrupts the mimer over here and he goes over to another another subject. He says, and then he doesn't continue what happened with Rachel, with the way he doesn't continue. He just finishes with the parentheses. Uh, and he starts just saying uh, other another point. Okay, about Oid, he's just explained to you why Rachel was an Akara, uh, but she did give birth at the end. He doesn't explain why after four and what happened later with five and six. He just doesn't go through all the details, you know, that he starts off, but he doesn't go through that. Instead of a short stop over here without uh, going through all the different inyonis. Yaakov loved Rochel Because Leia is here. Snu Leia means it's just the opposite than the what the Amidbar wanted. They wanted to have just Leia, just Ela Machshova. But when the Tzorich Biur, Mashikos of Leia, Pami Love Ishi a light Afke. Why did Leia say now my husband will be only to me, which means only Ela Machshova? The Vadla Ola Al Daitla Fukim Bchinas Dibur Maisa. Does she have only Machshova, not Dibur Maisa? Because that would be like the, that would be Leia, would be like the Maraglim then. Because the Maraglim, they also didn't want to have a level of Maisa. They said, oh, but, that, but we know that the Ein Sof comes in the level of Maisa. So why would, he, why would she say only level, only level of Yilove Eli? Truth has to be both levels. Machshava, Udibur Maisa. It's not all the Ha, Beloi Ha. One without the other is Saki. By Mashukos Mokomachal Binyan, Liviosu Sherabor, Liviosu Sherabor, the two things that is going to be for the Suda when Mashiach comes, the two aspects. Shugamkin in your base, Bechinus and Al. There's also the two levels. Liviosu Loshin is Kashrus, Bechinus Bittel. Liviosu level is Kashrus, level of Bittel. The Nuna Yama, that is like the fish of the sea which are covered, which are not visible. Bittel Kamea Pami Love. She wanted main things should be through this bechina. Alter Rebbe's Maimir also in 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 Yosef Yitzarte explains along these lines. Similar to what they say about the early Chassidim, that every day would daven, they would wait nine hours, which is like the idea of Machshava. So when was the Torah done? When did they learn Torah? So it says, Because they were Chassidim, they were 
Torah was kept for them. So their main occupation was like Leia. They were mostly in thought. They were in davening and spiritual things. They didn't get involved in the Misa. They were all davening and that was their whole preoccupation. This is only possible for the Bnei which are just few. The main occupation of the Dibur Maisa is through Dibur Maisa. Speech and action. That's why the main place where he stayed was with, with Rachel. That's the level of Dibur Maisa. Rachel is the level of Maisa. But still, there also needs to be the level of Machshava. From Machshava, you get the level of Riyu Shmiya, Ru, Vishmiya. This Takola be called the Malcha, to gaze in the glory, in the greatness of Hashem. And the same thing if the person says, I only have Torah, you have to have Torah, Maisim, Torah. So you need a, a balance of both. You have to have both. In other words, you have to have the Rotsi to want to go out, and then you go back to the Maisel. So I don't know. So he didn't like sort of um, tie up the, the loose ends, you know, that I was expecting, you know, in the Maimer, uh, from talking about uh, uh, that uh, she was an Akora. And he stops with explaining Akoda. He doesn't explain how after being an Akoda she did give birth. And then he doesn't explain how... Then he just says, after Yehuda, Reuven Shimon Levi Yehuda, but Hamid Meledes. And she stopped giving birth. He doesn't explain. He just says how... makes a short stop, he says. Could be no longer the revelation of that level. So what happened later? later? But then she did give birth to two more sons. She doesn't, it doesn't explain how that happened and explain why not. Uh, he sort of remains as if Rachel remained in Akkara, then it would be understood. It almost explains as if Leah only had the four sons, that we understand. But then there's a continuation to that story, which is not explained to me. It doesn't go through what happened after that. Okay, but anyways, uh, basically, in, in uh, I guess, in Avedis Hashem, in our service to the Eberster, what we need to take from this is that there's two pop, two levels. There's some tzaddikim, the Bnei Aliyah, great people. They don't have to do so much maizah. In other Maimorim, it says that Sayyid Abshim he was in the, in the cave. And he didn't have an opportunity to, to do mitzvah maizahs over there. Didn't physically able to do it. So he was able to accomplish everything that you need through the level of machshavah. In his, he would be miyached, yichudim al yoinim. He would do all various kinds of of of, of, of spiritual uh, service to Hashem, not through action. He wouldn't, but that was the bnei aliyah, which are, they were in the level of machshava. But the most of the people, we have to do ma'isa. But he cautions; it needs to be both rochel and leah. Notwithstanding the fact that Yaakov, who's goes all the way down lamato. Once, once um, uh, Rachel, but it doesn't mean only Rachel. It means Rachel and Leah, because while the main thing is uh, the main thing is Maisim Toivim, but we also have to remember that the level of 
having the Abbas Hashem and Yiddish Hashem to be able to gaze that comes through the level of Machshav is also important. We have the level of Machshav and we have the level of Maisa. In, 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 in uh, translated into action, there is the part in which we do just the mitzvah, the physical mitzvah, and then there is the part in which we use our thought and our machshava and our spiritual level of learning Torah and davening. And davening. So he says that let it be that note. So the real iron of what do we get? We get a davke from Isa. And he did in the in the mimer over here. Even though he brings it out at the end, he didn't speak of explaining how the level of Maisa gets, and he just said that Keser comes, that Yaakov comes always from Keser, so he just said that it comes, but he, he didn't, in other memoriam he talks about how the Maisa is connected even higher than the level of, of Machshave, but in this memoriam before he didn't sort of express it so clearly that Machshave is limited to a certain level in Ein Sof, I mean although he says that the uh, Machshava is the level of uh, of 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 of, of It doesn't say it's not a level of keser. So apparently, because it's level of keser, it comes. But from what he said over here was, it never ended up in Almadiz Galia. He's ended up Yaakov. From what the Mimer said, Yaakov only got stuck where in Malchus Datzilus. He doesn't say. He says Helodi Yevshelius. He didn't continue to say it did come down in this world. So when you learn this Mimer, you sort of come under the under the understanding, what do you get? The understanding is that Rachel cannot have any children. So, Bimela, what does it mean? That the level of Rachel does not come down in Biyah. So, okay, other levels do come down in Biyah, but the level of Hiloda, what we're talking about here, doesn't come down to Biyah. He said she's an Akara. That's what he left with, right? So, but then he ends up saying that it's Dafki in this world that we have the greater level of the Insof, not Simtikhlosim. When we combine the level of Machshava together with the level of Dibur, cannot have just Maisa Mitzvah. Maisa Mitzvah has to be preceded first by the level of, uh, of Machshava. So it's, I'm saying it's not, it didn't, didn't finish up so easily, at least from what I see. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah.